The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is the gospel reading, the beginning of the gospel reading for this past Sunday, which was the third Sunday of end times, Saints Triumphant Sunday. We're looking at Luke chapter 20, verses 27 to 33. Luke writes, some of the Sadducees who say there is no resurrection came to Jesus with a question. Teacher, they said, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies and leaves a wife but no children, the man must marry the widow and have children for his brother. Now there were seven brothers. The first one married a woman and died childless. The second and then the third married her. And in the same way, the seven died, leaving no children. Finally, the woman died also. Now then, at the resurrection, whose wife will she be, since the seven were married to her? My dear friends in Christ, this confrontation took place on the Tuesday before Jesus was crucified. The leaders of the Jews were looking for some sort of evidence that they could use against Jesus. And, well, in Luke chapter 20, those enemies of Jesus, they came up with several questions that they went against Jesus with to try to challenge him, his authority, to try to find something false in his teaching, to find something that might make him look unpopular, foolish, discredit him in the face of the people. Well, here, the question that the Sadducees had to ask was a question about the resurrection that was to try to make Jesus look foolish. And, well, the Sadducees, the chief characteristic of the Pharisees, Sadducees, is that they were a small cult, we could say, in Israel of people who didn't believe in the resurrection. They were a small group, as I said, but they had a lot of power and a lot of clout with the Jewish high council, the Sanhedrin, and also with the Herodian kings and with the Roman government. They, tragically, were a lot like what we could call the rationalists today, who refuse to believe anything that they cannot see with their eyes or understand with their minds. And tragically, they were more concerned with this present life than with a life after death. Well, they denied the existence of a life after death. They didn't come to Jesus' feet to sit and learn. Instead, what they did is they came to challenge him, to try to find fault with his preaching and teaching. And so on that basis, they said to him, Teacher, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies and leaves a wife but no children, the man must marry the widow and have children for his brother. Now there were seven brothers. The first one married a woman and died childless. The second and then the third married her, and in the same way the seven died, leaving no children. Finally, the woman died too. Now then, at the resurrection, whose wife will she be? Since the seven 
were married to her. These Sadducees, they came to Jesus and they pretended to show him all kinds of honor and respect. They called him teacher. That was a term of respect, the word that they used. But when they came to Jesus, they came to him with a foolish question about a situation that certainly wouldn't end up happening. They thought that they could make the teaching of the resurrection and Jesus himself look ridiculous, look foolish by asking something about the resurrection which could not be answered logically. They thought that they could discredit Jesus as a teacher and what they did is they even quoted from Moses to try to add a little bit of credibility to their question, to their statement, some weight to their question. And the law that they were referring to was a law that we don't hear much about in the scriptures, the Leveret Law. It was given so that a man's name would not die out in Israel. The story was as if uh, the eldest son would be married but die without producing an heir. Well, then that man's brother, if he was available, he should take the first brother's, the first son's wife to be his own and, and Together, they try to have a male heir to carry on the family name. But now what they were asking was a question, a seemingly unsolvable unsol question. The Sadducees, they show how foolish and faithless they really are. Today, what people do is they try to make God look foolish by asking questions like this one. If God is all-powerful, why doesn't he defeat the devil and put an end to all the evil in the world? And now the fact is that their reason, and our reason as well by nature, would deny a life after death. Our reason says that when, you're die, when you die, you're done. Jesus' answer to the Sadducees here is that they... Do not know the scriptures or the power of God. With their challenging question, what they were trying to do is say that Jesus was foolish for saying that there is life after death. And like I say, our reason denies that there's life after death. But through the working of the Holy Spirit, we know that there is life after death. Our reason denies it, but our God-given, God-worked faith believes it. Jesus rose from the dead, and that doesn't make logical sense, but that's what we, by the grace of God, believe. And because Jesus rose, we believe that we also will rise to live forever. And now, we're going to look more at Jesus' answer to their question about how this worked with the Leveret Law. We'll look at that in tomorrow's devotion. But the thing we want to recognize today, we're going to live forever. It's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be the best. 
Thank God for the faith that he has given you to believe what our reason denies. And says is absolutely impossible. There is life after death. There is eternal life, eternal joy after death. Because Christ lives, we too shall live forever through faith in him. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thanks for giving us faith to believe in life after death through faith in Jesus our Savior. We pray in his name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.